So today, finally, it's been confirmed. Leeds are back in the big time. Leeds in my day, in the early or in the late 90s, early noughties, were a big club. They were competing, they had great players. Their best player in my eyes was Harry Kuehl, who was doing fabulous things. He was doing the Rabona before Lamella even knew, knew what the Rabona was. Um, you had Lee Boyer running the midfield there. You, you had Alan Smith come through as a striker there. You had Gary Kelly at the back. Um, Sharp was a heart at the back. Left free kick maestro, penalty kick maestro. So it's good to see they were back. I mean, obviously, um, they rolled the dice and bought Rio Ferdinand for 18 million from West Ham. They were in the Champions League. They made it to the semi-final. Paul Robinson, a young Paul Robinson, um, before he forged his career at Tottenham, was uh, holding it down at the back um, and playing in the Champions League semi-final for Leeds. So it's great to see that Leeds are back in the big time, um, playing um, what looks like really good good um good looking football easy on the eye football on the ground play it pass it move it um so under BL so it'll be something worthwhile seeing um going into 2021 especially uh, against um other sides that want to play it as well so it'll be interesting we already saw a glimpse of how they would fare against the Premier League sides it seems like they'll be a bit of shorter quality but they'll be able to play around better than Norwich would or could um, since Norwich are relegated now and uh, Leeds I think they'll have a fighting chance they'll make chances I mean they'll play it on the floor um, but I think they'll they'll hold hold firm against sides around them maybe and potentially make it up to let's say about 15th place that's what my prediction for them next season to make it 15th um, position in the league I mean they'll be 16th they'll get to 15th um, because of just because of the type of football they'll play um and against the big boys, they need to figure out how they transition from being getting caught on the counter-attack whilst trying to play on the floor and not trying to be caught out too much. Arsenal essentially picked them off in the uh, FA Cup, I believe. So um, that will be a big challenge for them going to next season. Um, in other news, really happy that Real Madrid have won the league. I mean, considering it's, it's when you re- lately, when Real Madrid won the league in La Liga, it's essentially... Barcelona losing that makes Real Madrid win. I mean, when um, when you start the season, you are thinking it's Barcelona odds on to win the t- title, and after them, Real Madrid um, by virtue of which Barcelona turns up that season. So this season they've dropped too many points, all through their lack of application in certain t- areas. Um, Lengley at the back was good, a good, um, a good signing for them. But um, he, I don't think he's, he's as good as Umtuti can be. But Umtuti hasn't been consistent. So it's a bit of a shame there. And then in the midfield, there's that transition period. I mean, you've got Busquets, the large, the last of the um, Tika Taka playing football um, player that's left now. And, you know, Rakitic with his eye elsewhere or, or his uncertainty around the contract has led to uncertainty in the football, essentially. Um, even though they're still in the Champions League and um, it'll be interesting what happens. Um, I suppose they can focus on it now and uh, Real Madrid now go into the game against Man City in the Champions League as champions of La Liga. 
Um, so, and it's a bit of a bittersweet one because as a fan of Gareth Bale, he'll get a winner's medal, but he knows himself he hasn't contributed enough um, this season. Obviously, he's been ridiculed. He's been left out. He's not made um, to be felt like to be the main man. Essentially, as a winger, I don't think he's good enough anymore. He can't beat the man. Yeah, he relies on his pace, but when there's no space in behind to run into, I don't think he's got enough skills to take on a player. A bit like Rodrigo, a bit like Vinicius, a bit like um, Hazard. You know, even Asensio when he comes on, he's got a dribble that will beat a player short and then take him on. Bale, I think, and also he's just looking for goals. His his asset is long strikes and his athletic ability to score headers. So I think, I think there's a he's at a crossroads now. Where does he go? Where to, where he can be the main man? Um, essentially, he would have. I think he needs to change his game because I think he's got that physique, a bit like Cristiano Ronaldo, where he's playing as if um, he's a striker, but he doesn't play it up against the centre half. So yeah, I suppose he needs to change the game. Where I mean, that's what he's trying to do anyway. But I think, I think what will suit him is actually he's actually playing as a number nine up top. Because essentially, Benzema, even though. He plays on as, as a number nine, but he's essentially a number ten. He's like a pay, playmaker, passive type footballer that brings others into play, plays it, pay, plays it back. But he's got an incredible scoring record for Real Madrid. It's amazing that his style of play, but he, he's playing as a number ten, number nine. But he's like your Platini, your Zidane. He likes to receive it, play it, do a bit of skill, give and go, and then score and to drop deep rather than run the channels. Maybe. Going future next season, if Zidane wants to or if he needs to adapt, you could play Bale up top and allow Benzema to drop inside a drop off. But the fact of the matter is, he's got so many number ten type players. He doesn't need to. He'll keep Benzema up top. He's got that um, heritage connection um, with Benzema and Zidane being Algerian by um, heritage, but and that French connection. They they understand each other. He, Zidane believes in. Benzema and to be fair he's delivered he's delivered he delivered um, the penalty he scored the other night after encroaching on the ball um, for, for Ramos's take of the penalty um, and you know he should go down as a legend at Real Madrid despite being overlooked for the international team of L'Equipe um, so so that's that's interesting and I don't know how they've done it but they've done it they've kept um but Barcelona at bay, um, just about going into the last game of the season, and Barcelona essentially <laughs> they lost two one. I mean, when they going down, to, did they go down to ten men? The last the team still came back and got two goals against them, and you know there's something there. I think Messi, he's you know it's about his motivation now. What is his objective? He's been there, done that, seen it. What is his new goals going to, you know, going towards his mid thirties now? So that's something for him to consider going for, for contractually. Um, there's no chance of him going anywhere. Barcelona are going to offer him what he wants to stay, but it's a matter of who comes in now. They're obviously looking at Martinez from Inter Milan to help support, and obviously Suarez has been injured this this season, which hasn't helped. But he's still been able to score the goals and keep. Barcelona in contention. Griezmann, essentially, he hasn't clicked. It's not that he's had a bad season, it's just he hasn't clicked with the team. He's not um, included. And obviously, 
writings are on the wall. I mean, it was pretty clear it's been on the wall for a while. Um, that you know, oh, since leaving Atletico Madrid, he hasn't really clicked at the uh, at Camp Nou. Um, and it'd be interesting where he goes. What trades happen? You know, because you know, big money fees, people can't afford it, and essentially it's a matter of doing big trades. We saw one half hour go to um, Juventus. Uh, we were part exchange with Pjanic, so you know we're going to see more of those just to get him. Um, out of, out of the team and for someone else to meet his salary demands which talking about salary demands goes back to bail where do we go with bail 300 or over 350k a week who's going to pay that who's willing to part pay that if he need if he need if he is to go the summer wind transfer window is stretched until october this year um i think opening in august and uh late august or september going into october so a whole window whilst playing in the new season so you know well I would love it for him to go back to Tottenham and obviously in the, in the next season Tottenham look on course to miss out on Europa League unless um, what the, exist, the current top six win every cup right now um, so the position availability to enter Europe might extend to seven but right now Tottenham just look um, on course to miss out, so that might be a, give Bale a chance to come back to England, play less games, a 38 game season, um, without the worry of European football, and just bring Tottenham back to the European place for the following season, get a big bonus, and then go again. And hopefully, that, that will allow for um, investment in the squad and to build the squad for a decent European challenge the following season or pro- and possibly crack at the league title. I know that's very ambitious, but two seasons, Marino will be into his second and um, potentially his third, hopefully, um, year of his contract into his third year of a three-year contract. So that's a bold prediction, considering there might, potentially might be a lack of investment into the squad, but considering um, there's no money generated and and the club has have taken out a loan from the bank. They've got to spend it and use it. But there's no point, um, you know, taking on the loan just to pay interest for nothing. Um, the crowds will come back. Obviously, Boris has announced this year. Um, October might be the time. October 2020, when people, fans, will be able allowed allowed back into stadium. So it'll be really interesting where we go from there. And then two more years from there. Um, leading up to uh, the World Cup in Qatar, Bale can have his, you know, song sung at Spurs and um, have his um, song sung with Wales as well, leading them hopefully to to their first and maiden World Cup. So, a bit of prediction in there, a bit of a raving in there, and um, not too much of a rant um, this time round. But hopefully, uh, we'll see what happens uh, on the next one. Um, please follow, click subscribe and uh, share my car- podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.